not very good. <laughs> I have just got a new job. Well, not a new one, an additional one. So I have been working my ass off for the past week. Mm, past two weeks, week. And my body is feeling it. I'm feeling very like flu-like, so forgive me. Um, I missed last week's episode because I was holding a women's circle, so I didn't really have the time to do a recording. But this one's going to be kind of a long one, so grab a snack, grab a cup of tea or whatever you drink, and we'll get straight into it. This week's episode is going to be about the chakras. Now, for those of you who haven't listened to my other podcasts, which you totally should after this one. Um, I am a Reiki practitioner and I specialize in energy healings, in chakras, everything like that. So I've written down um, an entire couple pages about the chakras and stuff. So I will be reading them out. But I firstly think I should tell you what the chakras are. Like what actually are they? So... The word chakra is derived from the Sanskrit word meaning wheel because when you, if you look at chakras um, or if you could see chakras, what they look like is like almost like um, hourglass shapes and the middle of the hourglass is right in the middle of your body. It's hard to (laughs) describe it without showing you a photo, but they're basically, yeah, they're like hourglass shapes through which energy flows in and out of the body. We have seven main chakras and about a hundred smaller secondary ones, including chakras in our hand and feet. But throughout this episode, I'm only going to focus on the main seven, just because generally people don't talk about the other ones. Those seven main chakras do have quite a big influence on your health. Um, So if one of the seven chakras is out of balance you might find um that like say i'll go through it in more depth but say your um solar plexus oh my god i'm so sorry solar plexus chakra is out of whack it could be because there is an imbalance within that chakra so um you may be feeling feelings of inadequacy or uh, digestion problems or um, feeling depressed and those can all be signs of a chakra imbalance to do with that certain chakra but I'll go further into that Um, but for now let's continue reading my book. Each chakra has a different frequency of vibration and needs to be able to function at that correct frequency independently so You'll find people who use um, singing bowls uh, will have different singing bowls at each frequency and they will usually use them during like a Reiki or energy um, healing because you're able to tap into that certain frequency for that certain chakra. So say your solar plexus um, chakra needed fixing, they would use a singing bowl to aid with the realignment of that chakra 
With this being said, an unbalanced or blocked chakra will correlate to an illness. So when your chakras are not vibrating and spinning properly um, in that uh, like vortex kind of cone shape, you are unable to move your physical, emotional and mental body onto that higher spiritual level because there is a blockage from reaching you there. Each chakra will affect different parts of the body. So I was talking about the solar plexus before, which is kind of just above your navel, um, near your like uh, diaphragm area. If you have chakra blocks, it will slow down that chi energy and that spiritual connection. And you may feel things of depression, um, out of touch, like you lost something, you feel tired. As you can see, judging by the fact that I'm not feeling well, I definitely do have an imbalance somewhere. And that's something that I'll obviously figure out for myself. And a balanced chakra will equate to feelings of happiness and health. Now that we've got the introduction out of the way, let's talk about the chakras. So we are talking about the seven main ones. Um, I will touch on two others, but I won't go into depth on those ones. Feel free to research yourself though, because they are very interesting to look into. So there are seven main ones, starting from the bottom. So um, your root chakra, then you have your navel chakra or your um, sacral chakra. You have your solar plexus chakra, heart chakra, throat chakra, third eye chakra, and your crown chakra. Some of these are named different. You'll hear navel chakra, um, you'll hear base chakra, you'll hear brow chakra. There's so many different names, but those ones that I've just listed off are the most um, known names for them. So we'll start with the first chakra, which is your root chakra or your muladhara, which I'm hoping saying that correctly. I could be wrong, but... It is located at the base of your spine, similar to where your coccyx lies, your coccyx bone. The root chakra is associated with the color red. So all the chakras go up in like a rainbow color formation. Your root chakra is in charge of your kidneys, bladder and your spine. And its function is survival, grounding, identity, security and vitality. Some signs when your root chakra is malfunctioning, you may display signs of um, a lack of energy, stamina, poor focus, feelings of not belonging, not being able to cope, depression and anxiety. You may also have physical weaknesses such as exhaustion, um, lacking in enthusiasm, easily drained by anyone around you. Um, you may have problems with your bowel, uh, your large intestines, etc, etc. Um, you also may have problems with your bones, legs, feet and knees. An excess of red energy. So this is when your uh, root chakras, well root chakra or other chakras are really, really overactive. So they're working a little bit too well. So... An excess of red energy may be displayed as hyperactivity, inflammation, physical tension, and inability to relax, anger, fear, confusion, rapid mood swings, impatience, fidgeting, intolerance, and violent outbursts. So those are the signs when either your 
root chakra is underactive or overactive. Next, I want to talk about what will happen for you if you bring that root chakra into balance. You will create a sense of grounding, trust, appropriate boundaries, prosperity, stability, um, more energy and connection to the earth. Obviously, your root is the base of your chakras, so it is closest to the earth when you're sitting down on the floor, um, creating that grounding energy and connection to the earth. So some ways to balance or heal your root chakra is to spend lots of time in nature, possibly doing a meditation, making sure you're sitting down on the ground and doing, um, if you do yoga, doing grounding yoga poses, um, surrounding yourself with the color red. I know lots of people eat uh, foods that correlate to that certain chakra when they notice that it needs some loving or some healing they'll eat only red foods or surround themselves and will wear the color red to um, get that chakra back into alignment the next chakra is the sacral chakra also called svadhisthana which is just below your navel it is associated with the color orange it controls your reproductive organs, your spleen, your bladder, large intestine and lower back. Its function is feelings and emotions, relationship, family, truth and sexual energy. So assigned when your sacral chakra is malfunctioning is a lack of orange energy, physical rigidity, restricted feelings, digestive disorders, a lack of focus lack of vitality, being stuck in the past and holding on to memories, impotence, problems with your uterus, bladders or kidneys, stiff lower back and feelings of inadequacy, jealousy, envy and just self-regret on all levels. And also during this time you may find yourself accumulating more stuff. Sometimes with the sacral chakra it's this want for more, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you need that. I know I all, I do this all the time and then I figure out that it's actually my sacral chakra that's out of balance, but I'm like, oh, I need more stuff, I need more stuff. And then I realize I, I actually don't need more stuff. But anyway, let's go on to what will happen when you bring that sacral chakra into balance. So you'll experience feelings of self-gratitude, emotional intelligence, ability to change, self-nurturing, maternal energy, pleasure and passion. So a way to balance your sacral chakra when you're finding yourself out of balance is anything that is deemed quite like self-care, like feminine self-care. Um, and if there's any guys watching this or not watching, I say that all the time, I say watching but it's never ever watching listening to this you may want to also incorporate this into your life so doing lots of self-care however that may be taking a bath um, journaling dancing art expressing yourselves and using those positive self-love affirmations it's sacral chakra is all about that feminine energy and love and nurturing side of you so try and become more nurturing perhaps go to a like a pet um, like a rescue center 
and cuddling some kittens or dogs or going and spending time with animals and practicing that nurturing side with you see your loved one practice that nurturing side and you'll find that by slowly doing that you can bring that sacral chakra back into balance so now moving up we're going to the solar plexus chakra which is the chakra i talked about at the start of the episode it is also called manipura it is located just above your navel near your diaphragm it is associated with the color yellow and it is in charge of your stomach liver gallbladder and just generalized digestive system it is a chakra all about power wisdom um, personal power and just perceptions in general when your solar plexus is malfunctioning you may experience quite a lot of different side effects so i'm going to just do a couple because there is literally so many so um eating disorders diabetes, indigestion, panic attacks, headaches, nervous disorders, chronic fatigue, um, and like just tension, worry, literally anything you could think of. Um, there's so many different ones. Like I have about a paragraph of different side effects here. But if you have an overactive chakra, you might show signs of over-analytical, fussy behavior, narrow concepts, um, just a lack of tolerance for anything. You may find yourself short-tempered and feeling um, a little bit, yeah, just inadequate. Um, again, it is in charge of that personal power side of you. So if you're overactive, you just might feel a little bit off. Bringing that solar plexus chakra back into balance will create self-confidence, emotional balance, self-discipline, personal power, inner strength, and determination which is a great chakra for literally everything i mean our digestive system is like our second brain so it's very important to work on this chakra some ways that you can balance your solar plexus chakra if it is blocked is burning incense aromatherapy has the power to awaken our sense of personal power and it's also good whilst doing this to repeat positive affirmations about personal power. So things like, I'm taking back my power. I am taking back the ability to feel alive. That was just an on-the-spot example. So you can probably think of something better than that. Our next chakra is the heart chakra, also called Anahata. And it is located in the center of your chest. In yoga, it's commonly referred to as your heart space, and its color differs between green or pink. It could be either. It is in control of the heart, the lungs, the liver, and the circulatory system. Sorry, that was my dog behind me, but there's a ghost living in my house, so I thought it might have been that. Anyway, <laughs> its function is love and compassion, and its science when it's malfunctioning is asthma, High blood pressure, lung disease, heart disease, colds, emotionless, um, anything that intrudes or restricts personal boundaries, such as an invasive illness, growths, a lack of control, etc. I haven't written down an overactive heart chakra in this one, so I can't tell you what that one is. But bringing the heart chakra back into balance will create balance. <laughs> inner peace, 
self-love and love for others, self-acceptance and compassion. One of the first singing bowls that I bought was a singing bowl at the frequency of the heart chakra. So there's a special place in my heart for the heart chakra. Some ways to balance your heart chakra when it is blocked is to do gratitude meditations. Now you can find these on YouTube, super easy, just write gratitude meditation. Um, You can do a loving kindness meditation. Uh, Try and incorporate using rose quartz into your daily practices or even just carrying it around with you is really beneficial. You can also use like jade and emerald that also can keep you in touch with that, obviously that green color. Drinking rose beverages and cacao is really, really good for opening your heart chakra. And just lots of good affirmations, self-love affirmations, like I am worthy, I am full of love, um, I am golden, all of that, just to practice that self-love portion and that should bring back that balance into your life. Our next chakra is the throat chakra, also called Vishada, and it is located in the junction of your collarbones, so right where that divot is near your throat, it's kind of located in that area, but just anywhere in your throat can kind of give you that imagination of where, where it is. Its color is light blue, and it is in charge of your throat and your lungs. Its function is communication, truth, self-expression, and your inner voice. Signs when it's malfunctioning, you may have throat problems, tonsillitis, laryngitis, all of those throat itises. You may have a stiff neck, ear problems, a sore throat, etc, etc. And you may experience creativity blocks or lack of inspiration. So if you uh, study art or are commonly involved in the arts, you may find if you have any of those blocks, maybe work on that throat chakra just to kind of get that back into order if you're finding that you're not acting like yourself. Bringing that throat chakra back into balance will create a communication of truth. So perhaps you have been withholding information um, in order not to hurt somebody else, but in the process it's hurting you. Bringing that throat chakra back into balance will just let you speak your truth without worrying about the consequences of what may happen. You may also become a better listener, find your voice, self-expression, and indulge in that creativity again. Some ways that you can balance your throat chakra yourself is include the color blue into your life. Now, blue foods aren't very common, so even just wearing blue, going outside, looking at the, like, the, I was gonna say the sun, but the sky, um, doing breath work, so lots of box breathing, um, Wim Hof breathing, all of that, focusing on your breath because that's where your throat chakra is located. It's important to really focus on your breathing. Trying yoga, obviously, is yoga is great for everything, but yoga is very good to control that breathing and slow it down a little bit. Try Reiki healing. Um, lots of clients that I've had who have throat issues have come to me for a Reiki healing and I've noticed I feel that energy blockage within their throat chakras a lot so 
also just like speaking your truth and creating those boundaries because commonly our throat chakras will become blocked if we're not being honest with others or with ourselves. So try and be a little bit honest. Don't be a dickhead, but like actually just be honest with others and yourself. Um, you'll find that it will hurt a little bit less for you. Our next chakra is the third eye chakra, also called Ajna. It is just above your brow, between your eyebrows, and it is associated with the color indigo or dark blue. It is also in charge of your autonomic nervous system, so your ANS, or your hypothalamus. Its function is psychic ability, intuition, higher self, and clairvoyance. Now, when your chakra is out of balance, the mind can become clouded, um, your mind may run in circles and you may have trouble thinking a lot or making practical decisions. Your intuition also may suffer, so you may find yourself um, with a blocked intuition. You also could have a lack of imagination, insensitivity, nightmares and headaches. But bringing the third eye chakra back into balance will create a stronger intuition, visualizations, dream recall, good memories, awakened imagination, insight, and psychic development. Some ways that you can balance your third eye chakra is also wearing the color purple. Um, again, purple isn't a very common color when it comes to food. So even just flowers, spending time with um, like your violet colors and, and any purple colors um, or like deep blue colors. Um, healing foods like nuts, seeds, legumes, any of your sprouted veggies. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. Um, but also having like berries, blackberries, blueberries kind of stuff. Some yoga poses that you could do as well is your child's pose. Obviously, your third eye is touching the ground. So you are becoming more grounded with that third eye position as well. And then also practicing your sun salutations. So there are some ways that you can um, balance that third eye chakra. And our last out of the seven chakras is the crown chakra, also called, sorry if I butcher this, Sahasrara. I definitely could have said that better, but it, I tried, I literally looked at the pronunciation and I, I couldn't figure it out. So sorry if I butchered that. Your location of the crown chakra is the top of your head and it's about, I'd say, like a foot above your head. The color is violet, colors purple, and it is in control of your brain and your upper brain. Its function is it connects us with the universe, oneness, spirit, and God. Signs when your crown chakra is malfunctioning is feelings of depression, alienation and an inability to learn when the crown chakra loses its balance a shadow is cast over your entire system so there's a feeling that something's not right it can be difficult to describe exactly what's wrong but the feelings of alienation and depression it just makes you feel a bit exhausted and bored and once that crown chakra is out of whack all your chakras can usually be out of whack so there can become a problem there 
but bringing the crown chakra back into balance will create a union with the higher self and source, clarity, bliss, oneness and wholeness, and it enhances one's ability to learn, lightness of being and spiritual awareness. So some ways that you can bring that crown chakra back into balance is meditation really really good to connect yourself with your higher self um i would say meditation is the one that i commonly use breathing exercises are good lots of visualizations um connecting with nature lots of them are very similar in terms of how to unblock your chakra um lots of jumping cardio making sure that you're eating clean are usually the ways that you can um get that chakra back into balance. Now, as promised at the start of the episode, I said that I would talk about the last two chakras that are not commonly associated with the main seven. But the first one is your soul star chakra, which is located above your crown chakra. And it is in charge for basically divine wisdom, love and knowledge. And it is like a glowing bright white color. And when you are learning Reiki, usually once you've gotten the hang of it, you stop seeing colors full stop. Now, this could differ for everyone. So it might not be the same for you if you are also a Reiki practitioner. But my Reiki master explained that after a while you'll stop seeing colors and you just see bright white light where all the chakras should be and this is not a negative thing if you see white colors whilst you're getting a reiki healing don't be concerned and don't be sad that you don't see colors when some other people do it may be that you are in a further spiritual development or like it's okay to see white just because white is the base of all colors. Um, You could go into a whole other thing about that. Anyway, I said that I wouldn't explain it in depth. So that's just a general kind of the soul star chakra. (laughs) Next is the earth chakra, which is below your root chakra. And this chakra basically connects you to the earth. So we all came from the earth. Um, Sorry, my chair is so squeaky. I'm like, Every time I sit back on it, it like squeaks. Um, (laughs) So your earth chakra, we all came from the earth, depending what you believe in. um, This is just my belief. We all came from the earth. We've all been here for so many years. Some of us, this isn't our first time. Some of us it is. So we've all come here. So we all have a deep connection to the earth or their land or, um, you know, some people have a deeper connection to the land, whether... Uh, For instance, you are Aboriginal Torres Strait Islander. You also have a really deep connection to the land. Very many, like that's just Australian, but so many different countries have a deep connection to their land. So we've all been here for so long. We all have a deep connection and the earth chakra is what brings us and the earth close together. So yeah. That's all of the chakras explained. That I thought this was actually going to take way longer than that, but it didn't, thank God. Obviously, I encourage you to do your own research on the chakras. There is probably some stuff that I've missed. So feel free if you're curious about 
any one of the chakras to research in depth about it talk to perhaps you see um like a, a reiki healer or perhaps you see a clairvoyant or whoever you see talk to them ask them about the chakras educate yourself on them um, immerse yourself in other cultures as well it's it's a beneficial thing i i hope you enjoyed this episode um i'm sorry i am not feeling super well so sorry if i was umming and ahhing and sewing and anding and liking <laughs> this entire episode i am just like so tired so um i hope you enjoyed it and i appreciate you guys being patient with me after last week and i hope you enjoyed this episode feel free to follow us on instagram the gemini talks podcast my main account is also linked on there if you wanted to follow me on there and see what i look like i always get scared when i watch movies and then like no not watch movies when i listen to songs and then don't know what that person looks like or like gaming youtubers and then i actually see what they look like and i'm like oh i did not expect you to look like that and then it kind of ruins my perception so maybe you don't want to do that so <laughs> that's also fine but i am gonna head off but thank you for listening I will see you next week with another episode. Rate the podcast if you would like to share it with your friends. And I will see you next week. Bye.